Hello, this is Fed965, that's F-E-D-965, and welcome to Baby Blue Viper. Yeah, um, you know, happy Saturday, yeah, happy Saturday, um, yeah, 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 it's Saturday, it's the weekend, and I am currently sipping on a glass of water. But yeah. Um, so let's just, you know, get going here. Um, you know, I'm currently wearing a, I would say it's um, a blue, red, and white patterned Hawaii style shirt. Yeah, I would say that's what it is. Um, you know, I just got this guy right here. Uh, could be a gal. Could be uh, something else. It is a shirt. Um, you know, I don't want to plug the brand too much here, but it is uh, Eddie Bauer. Yes, you heard that correctly. It is Eddie Bauer. And, you know, it's a solid, solid shirt. Um, I also got another uh, shirt yesterday, but that one's a long sleeve, a beige, you know, beige khaki colored shirt, also from Eddie Bauer. Um, you know, um, Eddie Bauer is Eddie Bauer. It's, you know, it's it's a classic. It's a, you know, some would say it's a mainstay. Um, and you know, they really do have a, you know, a solid collection of, you know, outdoor wear. Um, you know, if you're into the outdoors, if you're, you're into that active lifestyle, which I really don't know why you wouldn't be. Okay. Especially if you're listening to baby blue Viper, because we're all about active lifestyles, specifically outdoor lifestyle on um, baby balloon viper okay and you know you know you know i i wear you know various different brands i don't want to plug them all right now but you know i'm just mentioning the eddie bauer you know because i i just got these two shirts and so you know you know what the feeling is when you got a you got some new shirts you know you're feeling good you're looking better and you know it's all great it's just great um i also um this morning so um this morning i i got some yoga in this morning um as you all know i'm uh, you know a big proponent of yoga and uh i believe that it can help everyone anywhere and everywhere so i highly recommend you get some yoga in um and you know after the you know the yoga session i uh i gave myself a haircut i think i mentioned i was uh thinking about this yesterday but i finally got to it today um and you know i busted out the clippers and you know without going into deeply i used the five guard on the sides with the clipper on the setting all the way up with the five guard on the side and then it was a, um, uh, it was, I brought down the, the, the clipper setting from a four to a three. And then I put on the seven guard and, uh, I used that, uh, you know, on top 
and then I you know quickly uh, finished it off with um, uh, three guard and four guard you know on the back and then also this is where I, I ran into some issues uh, along the ears um, because of the you know the discrepancy in in the, um, the guard levels for the ears because if you've ever um, given yourself a haircut or if you've been paying attention when you get a haircut you know that the the you know what happens around the ears if they if they're if you're using clippers around the ears and you're using the the ear guards have you seen those ear guards uh they're the ones that um they have like varying lengths right because they try to conform to your ear so that you can you know, run the clippers behind the ears okay but the thing is that those that that guard isn't labeled it doesn't really match up with any um because you know it has various lengths on it so it's very hard here to match up correctly with say your five guard or your four guard so you're not exactly sure what the lengths are you really have to measure it which is something that i might actually do uh, i might measure it and really get it you know precise here but uh, I messed up a little bit, just a little boo-boo. There's nothing wrong with that. That's how you learn, a little boo-boo. Um, and um, because the ear part is just a little bit shorter here than, you know, the rest of the, the side of my head here because, you know, it was um, the ear guard is shorter than a five guard. Um, so what I'm going to have to do is next time, I'm just going to, um, first, I'm probably going to measure just to be real precise, but I'm also going to, you know, most likely lower the setting on the on the clipper all the way down. So I was using a five guard on the sides with the setting all the way up. And probably when I put the ear guard on, I'm probably going to bring that setting all the way down. You see, so that way it lines up. You see what I mean? Because if you bring the setting all the way down, that, that means that you cut less hair. Settings all the way up, you cut more hair. And since the, the, the ear guard's a little bit it seems to be a little bit shorter. It cuts more off than the five guard. I need to bring that setting all the way down. And I went to, to make sure it lines up there. But that's just, you know, it's all, that's trial and error right there. It's no big deal. No big deal at all. I mean, this is just a minor adjustment. And we're all about minor adjustments on Baby Blue Viper. And there's a lot of life lessons right there. So if you need to go back and rewind and, you know, really take notes, you know, that's that's exactly I'm all about taking notes. So you go on right ahead, do that. And um, and we'll go from there. So, you know, I just want to quickly mention that, you know, yesterday I ended up talking with the USPS um, uh, delivery man. Um, and because, you know, he mentioned he. He saw our German Shepherd. He knows our German Shepherd. And, and you know, we were out there. Uh, I was throwing, a, I had, I think, a, a tennis ball and a lacrosse ball yesterday that I was, you know, tossing uh, to Rioja. And, you know, it was all, it was just great. Uh, I was also getting a workout in at the same time because we're all about, you know, trying to, what is it? What's the saying? Uh, two birds, one stone. Yeah, we're all about that on Baby Bloom Viper. Two birds, one stone. Um, point being is that you know then the USPS driver you know came up delivered some mail and uh, you know we started chit-chatting um, and he mentioned I don't want to dox him so let's say his name is um, let's say his name is uh, Frank let's say his name is Frank um, and so I was talking to Frank and um, 
uh, Frank mentioned that he also has a German Shepherd um, and so that's why he's very you know used to um, used to German Shepherds um, so we were just chit-chatting he was telling me that his German Shepherd he actually had to have his uh, ACL uh, repaired because he's um, he's one of the so the German Shepherds there's a range of uh, of uh, of weights you know depending on how you know the exercise that they get how well fed they are and a uh, German shepherd was on the uh the you know the the larger end of the spectrum so he um, apparently he you know he had a lot of weight there and so he was jumping on and off picnic tables and at some point when he jumped back to the ground uh, that's when his acl gave way um and yeah so it's uh it was very sad and then, of course, Frank had to, um, you know, uh, pay there. Uh, he said it was $2,000 to repair uh, his dog's ACL. And then, you know, the vet said, and it actually happened, uh, the vet said, they told Frank that once one, you know, one leg goes, the other one goes quickly after. Obviously, this has to do most likely, I'm guessing, with, uh, you know, you started to favor the other leg because you know one leg is a little weaker and then you end up putting too much weight on the other leg and that's what happened to his dog um, ended up you know um, uh, throwing out the other ACL um, so um, had to get both ACLs repaired another two thousand dollars is what Frank said and you know it you know it is what it is but um, it was a good talk there with Frank from a USPS and um and then you know we went along our days but you know just good old chit chat um by the way i did release some extra material yesterday on my website that is www.fed965.com once again that's in www.fed965.com um, so yeah, there's some extra on there. You should check it out and I will be releasing some more extra tonight. So that's that. And why don't we dive? Why don't we dive right in? We're diving. We're diving. Price of Bitcoin today is 28587 USD. Uh, the block height is 740-215. All right, let's go to the, you know, right to the trending stories of the day. See if we got anything. Do we got anything? Anything good? Anything good? Oh, yeah, there's a few things we do need to mention here at some point. Let's see if, uh, you know, if we can get to it, if time permits. Right, number one from uh, INC period. Ford F-150 electric pickup buyers got something they weren't expecting. It's a very clever move. Oh boy, I am excited for this story. Uh, as you know, we have been uh, following closely and we have been tracking the, uh, the, the new Ford F-150 Lightning and the you know any development so let's see what we're, what's going on early buyers of the new ford f-150 lightning ev pickup truck found their new vehicles uh come with a surprising accessory an adapter for a tesla charger what is going on the adapter won't let the f-150 charge at tesla supercharger stations although tesla has promised to open these to other evs soon instead the adapter means tesla drivers can charge their vehicle by plugging them into the f-150 lightning 
what the heck is going on here? Uh, question. It's the latest smart move and the very clever rollout of a product that's both brand new and iconic at the same time. There's no doubt about that. When Ford first announced an F-150 EV was coming, it released a video in which a Ford engineer used a prototype to tow a freight train weighing more than a million pounds. Well, a group of skeptical guys part of F-150 was looking. Okay, the, all right, so that's it. So there's a Tesla adapter. Okay, this is interesting. Um, yeah, it's like a, it seems to be just a marketing move more than anything. But, you know, it is what it is. But it will be interesting if uh, Tesla opens up those uh, stations, those supercharger stations to other EVs. Um, but for now, you know, we're still, you know, we're following this very closely. Uh, but that's that. Um, number two from Fox News, student sues Illinois college for silencing her conservative views on behalf of woke students. Uh, 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 uh. A Christian art student is suing an Illinois college claiming the school censored her conservative views after complaints from classmates. Uh, 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 quotes, I was alarmed when I had received three no contact orders that prevented me from having direct or indirect communication with these three students. Essentially, they were restraining orders that applied to on and off campus. What? You can do that? Uh, uh, end quotes. Graduate student, or before the, before I added my parlor, end quotes in there, uh, it was uh, the quote, and it, uh, that applied to on and off campus, end quotes. Excuse me. Uh, graduate student Maggie DeJong said on Fox and Friends first uh, Friday alongside Tyson Longhoffer. Um, so, um, so she was hit with a no contact order pertaining to three of her classmates who had objected to her social media posts on abortion and the police. Ew, I see, I see, I see. Um, yeah, you know, things are just heating up left and right, up and down and side to side. Um, you know, students also demand that she remove her pro police hat in class, calling it a symbol of oppression. Universe, they have pro police hats. Um, a pro police hat. I'm assuming that's like um, uh, protect the blue. Is is that is that how it goes? I don't want to get that one wrong. Uh, I think it's the the United States flag with the um, the blue and uh, and black uh, flag there. Is it protect the blue? No, thin blue line, thin blue line flag, right? Back the blue, maybe it's back the blue. Is that what it is? I really have no idea what it is here, as you can tell. Um, but um, I think it's the one with the um, with uh, you know the the blue and black white uh, flag there. Um, I might be wrong about that. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Anyways, um, so you know, what do we all think about this? Um, well, you know. I definitely don't think that she should be that she should be silenced just for if all she did was wear a hat and then she and she gave her views on you know what she her you know perspective and her views it's definitely not something to, to throw out no contact orders that seems uh, ridiculous
prohibited the university issued no contact orders against her prohibiting her from fully participating in classes including discussions about race relations in the police simply because they deemed her or her beliefs as unwelcome yeah this doesn't seem right it definitely doesn't seem right um you know she's definitely allowed to have her viewpoints if if she's just in class you know saying her viewpoints and that's all it is um and she's wearing a you know some uh you know, some, uh, a pro police hat. Sure. I mean, that's not a, you can't, you shouldn't be able to get a no contact order if it just says, you know, pro police hat. Um, as long as you can, you know, do the same thing on the other side, I don't see a problem with it. If the other side can also, you know, um, say their viewpoints and where, well, I guess it would be, can they wear a, uh, a anti-police hat? Are they allowed to wear that? So this is where it gets tricky because if we're being fair, they would have to people would have to be allowed to wear a anti-police hat if you can wear a pro-police hat. Does that make sense? Um, so that's what uh, that's how it should be in in a fair world. But obviously, this isn't Narnia. Um, we know we we shoot for an ideal world, but of course, um, usually humans come up short and usually way short. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't constantly be shooting for that ideal world, okay? It's a very different. We should always be shooting for an ideal world. Um, point being, I don't see anything here that's that warrants a no contact order being placed against her. Um, though again, I you know I am just reading you know this little bit of info here. So, you know, we'd have to dive more into it. Um, you know, maybe you all can do that and uh, let me know if, uh, you know, what the what the data is and if, you know, what your viewpoint is on this and if it does, you know, warrant no contact order. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, let's move on. Number three from Fortune. Bank of America's 50 stocks to buy now as a new world order takes shape. This one's still trending, huh? Yeah, I think we saw this a few days ago or yesterday. Um, I don't have that, uh, you know, subscription of that, but I did mention, and I'll mention it again, that any new world order um, uh, will be Bitcoin based because Bitcoin is going to, um, it's going to be the new world order, whether you like it or not. So um, you better just uh, start liking it or it's just going to be a rough ride there, buddy. Um, but uh, that's that. And uh, number four from National Geographic: shipwreck of royal party boat revealed. Okay, look at that. Uh, uh, the HMS uh, Gloucester sank 340 years ago while carrying the future king of England. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Uh, the ship was the HMS Gloucester, storied veteran of the Anglo-Spanish War. Now on royal duty, was making a run up the coast of Edinburgh to retrieve Mary, wife of the Duke of York, and bring her to London. Aboard was a duke himself, younger brother of King Charles II, heir to the English throne. Um, yeah, look at that. The Gloucester was party central. The duke and his cronies were having a fine old time. I'm um, reading from a quote here. Among the junketeers was the indefatigable, indefatigable, I am definitely butchering that one, diarist and social climber Samuel Pepys, who wrote an account of the voyage from his birth aboard one of the several yachts that accompanied the, um, the Gloucester. Yeah, look at that. It'd be nice to be on that. A party boat. Yeah, who doesn't like that? A party boat. I bet they had a good old time. You know, probably some orgies thrown in there. Why not? You know what I mean? Um, but yeah. 
Oh, that's that looks like a good one. I checked that one out. It's uh, number four, National Geographic. But that's that. Um, so, um, point being that um, I will be. Um, um, I got a lot to I got a lot to cover here. Um, but you know, I just want to quickly say that I need to check the. Uh, the chlorine feeder again um, in order to make sure that we have an adequate amount of three inch chlorine tablets in there I always try to shoot for six and um, we're gonna see where we're at and if we're below six I will be um, you know bringing it back up to six um, and I just quickly wanted to cover this idea of comfort okay this idea of comfort uh, very important very important to be comfortable um, and, you know, in order to be comfortable, you need to, you know, be adjusting your settings. That could be your, uh, you know, your temperature settings. That's a big part of being comfortable. Okay. You know, your temperature, make sure you're at uh, a temperature that is comfortable to you. It's very important to be comfortable in order to, you know, to be happy and, uh, and healthy. Um, very important. Um, so that's that. Also, quickly, just this idea of outlaws. So, um, you know, you know, outlaws. There's always like a mythical, romantic, you know, um, you know, flavor to them, right? You're an outlaw, yeah. You know, I'm an outlaw. Let's go, ho. Um, yeah. So I get it. I definitely get the, um, you know, the the seduction of the outlaw lifestyle. And who's to say I'm not an outlaw myself? Yeah, maybe I'm an outlaw. Yeah, you know, like the like the outlaw Josie Wales. Yeah, maybe that's me. Maybe I'm like the outlaw Josie Wales revisited. You know, kind of like the, you know, like like I'm back. You know, kind of like the like the like the second coming. Yeah, I'm like the outlaw Josie Wales. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe not. You know, maybe it's the remix. Who knows? Maybe it's just all satire. Uh, maybe it's just a, an idea. I mean, there are, don't want to go in too deeply today about different dimensions and string theory, but it is possible that I am the outlaw Josie Wales, um, in one dimension, you know, uh, but not in this one or in that one, or maybe I will be the outlaw Josie Wales in another dimension. You know what I mean? See what I'm trying to say? That all things are happening at the same time. So it is possible that you yourself, if you're not an outlaw in this life, for whatever reason, you, you definitely could start being one if you wanted to be. It's very easy to start. Um, and then, you know, maybe you just keep going with that and you'll become the outlaw Josie Wales as well. Or maybe, you know, uh, in a different life or at the same time, but in a different dimension, you are the outlaw Josie Wales. Um, uh you know what I mean? You see what I'm saying here? I just there's a lot going on here. Um, so that's that on outlaws. We'll definitely be coming back to outlaws. Don't worry. Um, by the way, the the idea of anarchy. Let's just start. You know, this it's a very this is a very difficult idea. So we're gonna start real slow with anarchy because it's very difficult. Uh, it is. Uh, we don't want to go in too deeply here because it's very difficult and it's a Saturday. We're all kind of, you know, moving slow. I get it. Um, so, anarchy. Let's go very slowly with what is anarchy and what is it in the, the popular culture idea of anarchy 
and is that actually anarchy or is that a perversion of anarchy what actually is anarchy in political theory what is you know the academic idea of anarchy what is the you know the the mainstream idea of anarchy um is there a difference um is anarchy uh related to um the idea of tribes is that what anarchy is is it an uh, is it an idea of you know different tribes being self-governing and, and being decentralized is that what anarchy is is anarchy decentralization okay um now do you want to say that um if you go into marx um is uh uh if you if you read um uh, maybe I am mistaken. It's been a long time since I've read Marx. But, uh, you know, I, I do remember something about anarchy being the end, uh, the end state. Okay, I, if I remember, uh, this is very, this might be off. So, you know, bear with me. But it was something about, you know, you got capitalism and at the end, you know, uh, capitalism uh, you know, will fall, gives way to communism or something like that. And at the end of communism, see, that's always a trick. Communism isn't the end state. It's not the end goal, even though it is made out to be when people say Marxism, they, they automatically think communism. It's, I mean, this is, you know, what are you going to do? These are difficult you know, uh, topics. And, you know, most people just don't have the time and perhaps they don't have the mental capacity. I'm not judging somebody for the for not having the mental capacity. I mean, that, that would be unfair. You don't judge a uh, an insect, right, for not being able to, um, to read a book, right? You, it doesn't have the capacity. You don't judge it for that. You see what I mean? Um, so it's not... I don't judge like that. But point being, if I remember correctly, anarchy is the end uh, state that I think it's like you communism happens and then eventually you get uh, anarchy as the end state. Um, but that was actually never achieved anywhere in terms of these, um, you know, these states that became communist. Why? Because anarchy would be the dissolution of the state. It's like you go through this state apparatus to eventually get to anarchy it's something like that. It's very complex. It's very difficult. Uh, point being, it's like a decentralization of the state without any kind of overarching centralized authority. I think it's something like that. I may be totally off here, so bear with me. Um, but I think that is the um, how uh, Marx uh, postulated anarchy as, as kind of an end state, uh, a decentralized end state where it's uh, self-governing communities. Um, that's anarchy. So what, what are your thoughts on anarchy? What's wrong with that if you see that? Um, how do, wh I want to know why you think that this is a bad thing or a good thing um, if you're having self-governing communities. Okay, and um, or are you perhaps are you perhaps thinking of anarchy as this uh, chaotic idea of riots and you know vandals on the streets and crime? Is that what your idea of anarchy is? When where do you get this idea? Is it in the you know from comic books from movies? Is this um you know uh, actually anarchy or is this perhaps um, something on the way to anarchy? Because that that would be closer perhaps to the 
the uh, you know the dissolution of the state, right? The the state apparatus being um, um, you know uh, what's it called? Uh, I might be off here, but the state apparatus buckling. Yeah, that's the state apparatus buckling um, in terms of you know uh, authority, you know law enforcement, um, property rights. And all this to eventually, perhaps like a phoenix arising from the ashes, uh, you know, a new uh, decentralized system could arise from that chaos. As we know, um, you know, chaos is um, is the birthplace of uh, of uh, of a lot of things. I don't want to go into deeply here to chaos, but. You know, if you go into physics and you look at uh, chemical states as well, and you look at the Big Bang, and you look at um, you know nebula of the in the skies and in space, uh, you know where stardust and you know explosions and supernovas. Um, so these are all forms of chaos, um, and then from this chaos, then uh, new material. And eventually life arises out of the chaos. So this is what we're getting to here, okay? These are just the ideas that we're throwing out here, okay? And today we're just looking at anarchy a little bit and, you know, and ask yourself what it means and where do you get this idea of anarchy and is it necessarily bad or is it perhaps a threat to the status quo um, and... Um, is that perhaps why it is always put in a bad light, okay? Because there are vested interests that are, you know, uh, that profit from keeping a, uh, uh, you know, a, a certain apparatus in place. And the question is, do you profit from that? Perhaps you do, perhaps you don't. Perhaps you are one of the, you know, the ones that, uh, that are upholding the current uh, status quo, Perhaps you are not. Perhaps you are one of the ones that is currently, uh, you know, getting uh, um, uh, exploited by the current status quo. And do you know what, um, uh, if you are one or the other, have you ever thought about it? Or are you unconsciously profiting or unconsciously being exploited? These are questions that you need to ask yourself. And on Baby Blue Viper, we will definitely be asking these questions again and again. You can be sure of that, because we're all about asking these questions on Baby Blue Viper. Let's go. Um, so that's that. You know, I hope that wasn't too much. It is Saturday, but I think that's very important, you know, just to, to really start to, you know, dive a little bit into this idea of anarchy. Um... Um, by the way, he, I, I, that might have been enough of that for today. That was a lot. I know that was a lot, but uh, I think we can all start to dive into anarchy a little bit. Um, by the way, I'm just going to quickly say that uh, Real Madrid, as you know, on Real Madrid, uh, on Baby Blue Viper, excuse me, we are uh, huge fans of Real Madrid. So, uh, so yeah. Um, that's that, and you will be hearing more and more updates. But it looks like we have acquired the uh, defensive midfielder from, uh, I think it's from Monaco. It looks like a deal is in the works and is very close, if not has already been um, realized. A deal for, um, I will definitely be mispronouncing his name, but it is uh, uh, something like uh, Toshamani. Toshamani. Um, he's a defensive midfielder. I, I think he currently plays on Monaco, but he is, um, um, 
he's going to be a key part of a uh, you know our future here for Real Madrid um, because you know we did just win La Liga and the Champions League, but we always need to be looking for uh, you know more wins and more cups. Um, and he, you know, he will be, you know, taking that, um, uh, he's going to be, you know, taking the, he's going to be Casemiro's understudy, basically. Okay, Casemiro is a fantastic player, uh, one of our, you know, top midfielder, midfielders and uh, one of the best in the world, but he's getting on in, in age, in years, so he needs to have somebody ready on the bench to replace him. And then, you know, so that he can play, let's say we can keep him on the field for, let's say, you know, 60 good minutes. And then we put on Toshimaini for the, you know, the next 30 and we'll start something like that. I mean, to be honest, it'll probably start off with, we'll probably put Casemiro on there for uh, 70 minutes and then put uh, Toshimaini there for uh, the last 20. And we'll work him into the rotation and slowly get him up to par um, you know, so that, you know, he's ready to, to get that starting position as soon as, you know, Casemiro decides to hang up his boots. So it's very important. There's a lot of life lessons here. Okay, so you always need to be looking for new players to fill positions. You always need to know that age is going to be a factor. It doesn't matter how good you are in your prime. At some point, you will start to lose a step. Okay, and so you always need to be ready for that and, you know, have um, have solutions in place and be thinking long term. Okay, so this is very important. Um, um, so I had a lot of life lessons there and uh, and that's that. So I think I'm going to wrap things up right now. And, um, you know, um, last thing, you know, um, this idea of thoughts with no bounds. I want you to meditate on this idea of thoughts with no bounds, okay? Um, and I will be releasing some more extra tonight. That's at www.fed965.com. And with that, you know, keep going. Never stop. Never stop unless you need to stop, okay? That's the caveat. Unless you need to stop. If you don't, don't stop. All right? It's Saturday. Enjoy. Enjoy Saturday. Enjoy your weekend. This is uh, Fed965 signing out with, uh, with I love you guys and gals and everyone out there. Yeah, why not? Let's go. Um, and yeah, I'll see you soon. By the way, there are uh, 1,022 days left. All right, see you.